0: with Alan Moore.
1: And we're back for the final part of tonight's show on Capital Sports here at Moscow's Capital FM another few words with Andy Farmer and then we have a call with Alexander Zotov to have a little bit of a review and preview of the Russian football season you rode a tour of the you rode sorry a stage <laughs> not, of Tour de France so Tell me not it. in the same breath no. as the Tour de France I know but still you yeah. rode from so tell us a bit about that I mean, we've got a, okay. a little bit of time yeah show.
0: so if um, a lot of amateur riders obviously um, love the Tour de France and they have an opportunity to ride the stage in an event called the Atap de Tour so every year uh, organisers of the Atap de Tour choose a stage of the Tour de France now when I did it and I think this is still the case uh, today. Um, you ride it on the same day or, or the couple of days before the riders will come through May. But it's set up exactly as the tour to France. So all the roads are closed. Um, you have you know, the, the mechanics and the mavericks there to help if you have any mechanical problems. Uh, and all the French love it, and they will come out on the streets and cheer cheer you along as well. So the one I did, if I remember correctly, was Po de Saint-Fleur, which is about 150 miles and that's not flat no and it, well, none of it was flat <laughs> <laughs> as, far as, as far as I can remember um, and there was the added problem is that I was trying to film a documentary as so I went round two so that was part of the ITV's uh, network coverage and it was called the Farmer Chronicles back in 2004 I think uh, so I remember riding this uh, stage and then I had to get off at various points, give the camera which weren't particularly small in those days, there was no GoPro. I'd give it to a member of the crowd, and then I'd go back and cycle it again, cycle past this person just to get a few shots, collect the uh, camera, wrap it all up again, put it under the saddle, and ride off. And would you be swept up if you were like. Too well, yeah, you had, you had, there was a minimum time limit, and I forget what it was. I think it was something like you had to finish within 12 hours, but there's a, 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 a fan that comes up behind you going at a set pace. I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, I've never actually heard the engine, but. I knew it was pretty close, <laughs> but my problem was is that there were people that I felt comfortable riding with, but every time at my sort of pace, not that fast, but at my sort of pace, and every time I had to get off, I'd lose sight of those. So then there were low, slower riders coming up behind me, which were too slow, and I knew they'd get caught. So I'd have to essentially bridge the did, gap, bridge the gap, which was too far. With no much. team to so help, so I was it. just just turning the pedals on my own, just trying to keep going, and keep going. I'd hate but, to ask you what was your final time. I think it was 11 hours 45. Now, I don't know how much time I lost out, getting right, my so with a couple my bike and, like, you and know. trying to put the thing back, the camera back under the oh, yeah. saddle. I mean, maybe half an hour, maybe an hour. Plus, into the mix, you know, I wasn't wasn't part of any peloton, so I thought I was doing all right to get over in that time. But you can watch it. You can't With his hours,
1: well I think it's good. I wouldn't, do it. Right. I wouldn't even it's do it in bad. the car. So, no, it's so
0: not bad. Uh, I did trick
1: you. I do want a prediction. So, uh,
0: who is going to be riding in the Champs Elysees and raising their arms in triumph? Chris on Froome, someday? I think. Chris Froome. It's no certainty about it, but assuming that he gets rid of all these mechanical problems that he seems to have, um, he's a good time trialist. He's still good in the mountains, regardless. He's got the strongest team, so I'll go for Chris Froome. Okay, Andrew Farmer for us today. Thank
1: you very, very much, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again soon. Okay, that was Andrew Farmer. He'll be back with us in the studio in a couple of weeks' time to have a little bit of chat about the Tour de France and also some other interesting uh, sports uh, news. Right now on the phone for a very quick chat at the end of our show, I have the ever brilliant Alexander Zotov. Alexander, how are you doing today?
2: Well. Brilliantly, I would say Oh, that is great, you're (laughs) glowing And I have to say to
1: our listeners, Alexander You're just back from holiday in Spain
2: Well, it's a mix of Spain and Portugal for (gasps) me
1: Oh, that's uh, just not fair. Yeah, I
2: mean, on at least... the Atlantic coast, you know.
1: Oh, you are making me feel like I should be home right now. So
2: cutting the waves, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was really, <laughs> it was really good. That is brilliant,
1: Alexander. Just a, a quick couple of questions just before we we end off our show this evening, because as always, you you you, you always speak directly, and and uh, our listeners absolutely love it. So, uh, first question: How do you reckon this season in the Premier League is going to pan out? Who's going to come top of the table in your in your opinion?
2: well uh since you know our, our football suffered a major financial blow i would say in the last years it actually became more competitive so there i think more teams will be fighting for the uh, top spot uh, that's uh, zinit spartak i believe uh krasnodar and uh, cesca could also be tough competitors so so it's it's going to be an interesting season and plus i'm sure we'll have some uh, Russian Leicester City, like we had Rostov uh, recently, so there's probably going to be some Cinderella team also. I, I mean, so.
1: it, it could be Ahmad Grozny because uh, you know Ramzan Kadyrov says he hopes his team to be fighting for a Europa League place.
2: It could be. It could be Ahmad, It could be uh, Amkar, it, I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be Dinamo Moscow who, who really. Played a fantastic second half yesterday against Spartak and uh, managed to draw in a, in a comeback. So it, it could be any of of, uh, of un, unexpected teams, you know, that that, that weren't uh, you know highly highly positioned for the top spot, but still could 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 you know uh, find a, a good. Uh, wave also to, to ride on on the in this championship
1: excellent you know I mean I mean it, it always happens as we said with with uh, Rostov a couple of years ago and with yesterday yeah. city as well um, Alexander uh, a, a very very short question I was reading this morning uh, something you retweeted about the Spartak Moscow players going to visit uh, was it a hospital or a center for children with uh, sight problems can you just tell us a little bit about what what happened because I know that with the, the footballers union you're very closely involved with this so you know what what was the action?
2: Well, actually, I, it's it's not something that we're doing in the union. It's it was an initi- it's an initiative I understand uh, passed on by the players and and uh, and some and Spartak fan organizations. So we're not uh, involved directly in this project. But I'm always happy when players do you know do pay their contribution to the community and also to especially to the children and especially to the children that have you know uh, some disabilities that that uh, you know and for them it's very important that they are cared for and that they're remembered by the players and 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 that the players uh, visit them and talk to them and uh, communicate and you know and it's also important for the players because um, You know, being a professional football player, you're cut out of of normal life. You you live your training, you're playing, and you do, you don't have that much time to to look around. And this is very important for them to also to see that the world is very diverse, and that there are you know people that need care, and and and, and that they should take part in this care care uh, uh, you know program or do something that that. To contribute as I said to to, to to pay respect to people that that really need their help
1: I mean that's it's, it's, it's a great initiative I mean I, I I know that within the Union you're working on many of these kind of initiatives so I mean like we're always ready to, to listen to them and also to, to help it where we can uh, right. Alexander before we let you go just one quick um, very very short question you were on our panel show our first panel show there a month and a half ago and we we chatted about the Confederation scope Overall, in your opinion, because you were there, you know, at, at the, you know, at my times at the top table and looking for what was going on behind the scenes as well, was the Confederations Cup a success for Russia as a whole, not just the national team?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, not just for the national team. Okay, <laughs> we leave <laughs> nice that on but. the side. <laughs> no, but the I, I, the organizational part of it was great. I mean, I, I, I visited Kazan and Saint Petersburg. I was also here in Moscow. I've talked to the fans. I I did drive this free train to from Moscow to Kazan and back, and I mingled with the uh, Chilean fans and Mexican fans, and it was really great atmosphere. I mean, it's uh, I I was not I didn't expect it that it would go so good. I mean, it was really good. I'm, I'm, also, I'm, I'm usually critical of, of things, you know that. And yes, yeah. here, here I had a, and I took my kids with me to Kazan. I mean, we had a great time. And, and just as normal supporters, we, we bought normal tickets and were sitting uh, together with, as I said, okay, I'm a Chilean fans. And I made a lot of photos. <laughs> and it was really fun. And it was a great atmosphere. Also in St. Petersburg, I mean, it was great.
1: I mean that, that, that's the important thing I and mean, I'm glad to hear that because I know it wasn't that you were negative but you were um, you were being very very realistic and also almost on, on one way pessimistic but look I'm, Alexander that's great to hear and I'm really happy to hear listen will you come in and visit us quite soon yeah that's, whenever you tell me That yeah. is <laughs> that, <laughs> that would be brilliant <laughs> <laughs> listen you have a great Alexander a great evening and yeah. thank you so much and see you very very you soon too. you too bye, bye. thank bye. you so that was Alexander Zotov, the CEO of the All Russian Football Players Union Guys, that's all we have time for tonight. We're going to go away. We are going to prepare to for a late night to watch the confeder oh the CONCACAF the Confederative Cup, the CONCACAF Gold Cup tonight. Uh, I'm going to probably just only stay up for the Costa Rica Panama game, and tomorrow morning then just catch the results for United, Nation- United States and El Salvador. So until next week, have a great time, watch sport, and let's see what happens.
0: Capital
1: Sports with Alan Moore.